0: Coach Corey Wayne and this is my video coaching newsletter and the topic of today's newsletter is going to be quality time versus neediness. Well, I've got an email here from a guy who has been dating his girlfriend for I guess about two years now and lately things have been really kind of on again, off again and he read a book which is a great book I read, God, probably going back over 10 years ago by Gary Chapman called The Five Love Languages. I recommend it in my book and obviously many articles I've written on my website over the years, I recommend it. It's a great book to read. And one of the insights that he gained from reading that particular book is that for him, his love language is spending quality time with his significant other. And his girlfriend, hers is through she's a gift giver and doing acts of service are really her love languages. And what he started to realize is that his behavior and how he shows up in his, not only this current relationship, but his previous ones, he ends up coming off as being smothering, needy, and clingy. So now he's in the process, he's about halfway through my book. He's only been following me for a couple of months now. And he's trying to modify his approach, but he's having a hard time because obviously his love language is spending quality time with the other person. And obviously you can imagine if you know my work or you're familiar with the book, is that when a guy over-pursues, the woman's going to back away. Why? Because she feels like she's losing her freedom. So I have a quote that I wrote on this topic and then we're going to go through his email and see what he can do to tweak and fine-tune his game. In addition to read my book 10 to 15 times because I think he's on like page 170-something at this point. So the quote says – Many people consciously and unconsciously let their loneliness and desire for companionship interfere with their ability to act natural and balanced when they are dating or in a relationship. This often causes them to become controlling, needy, clingy, and smothering. This will then cause the other person who they are romantically involved with to back away because they feel like they are losing their freedom and often themselves. People who don't know any better then think that they have to do something to cause or force the other person to want to spend more time with them. This will predictably and permanently lead to the end of their love affair. In all relationships, you must give the other person the time and space to reciprocate interest, make a mutual effort, and the freedom to choose. Remember the quote that I say all the time by Thich Nhat Hanh. Whatever his fucking name is. You must love in such a way that the person you love feels free. and That's a big part of what this particular guy's problem is. But the good news is he's becoming aware of it and how it's having a negative effect. And he's now basically stuck in this on again, off again cycle with this girl. and He wants to know how to balance it out, how to smooth it out. So he, he gets to spend the quality time with her that he wants but he doesn't do it in such a way that – he feels like he's trying to force things or smother her. So he says, Hi, Coach. I want to thank you for posting so much life-changing information. It seems so common sense, yet it is never taught anywhere. I mean, wouldn't it be great if you learned this kind of stuff in elementary school and all elementary school kids had to learn this stuff and master it and understand it? Just think how more happier and successful they would be in their lives. But when you look at the educational system these days, it's like institutionalized, sterilized learning and it's like by the time kids graduate high school, it's like their creativity is destroyed, their self-confidence is destroyed and it's just ingrained to them to just conform, be part of the herd and do what everybody else thinks is respectable supposedly. But yet it just makes them miserable. I just turned 40 last month and I live in California. I've been following you now for about two months and purchased your book about two weeks ago. Better late than never. I'm on page 178 and I am enjoying this book. I like how you keep it real and don't sugarcoat anything. Well, would it really serve anybody if i was sitting here blowing fucking sunshine up your ass? I think not. There's too many people in this world, especially on TV and in the media, blowing sunshine up everybody's fucking ass. People wonder why the world is so fucked up. It's like, duh look where we get our information from nine times out of ten when you see a story in the paper or something on tv it's so full of fucking bullshit and the people on tv or in the news they have no journalistic integrity journalism really truly is dead and what you really get doesn't matter what station you tune into or what paper you read it's mostly bullshit propaganda and opinion pieces masquerading as journalism If you want to know what's going on in the world You're not going to find the answers watching your evening news. Remember, it's all about manipulating your emotions and shock value. Why? Because it gets you to tune in. It's all about eyeballs. If it's TV, they want eyeballs. They want you paying attention to what their message is so they can sell you advertising and make money at it. It's It's not about informing the people. It's about selling eyeballs, selling your eyeballs to their advertisers. Keep it coming, Coach. I have a few questions, but I'll ask one that has been on my mind today. About one year ago, I ran into a book that you mentioned called The Five Love Languages. Phenomenal book. Everybody should read. It's only like 100 pages. And I realized that my love language is quality time. And I have a girl that I'm crazy about, yet her love language is more based on acts of service and gifts. We have an amazing relationship and we love hanging out. We've been together for about two years now and we recently started this on and off trend that is becoming tiring. Well, if you're getting worn out by somebody that you're dating, you're doing something wrong. In essence, what's going on is you're swimming upstream instead of going with the flow. You're trying to do too much and as I teach in my book, at this point in your relationship, had you have done everything properly, your girl would be doing 100% of the calling, texting and pursuing and maybe occasionally. You'd be reaching out every now and then just to surprise her and say, hey, wanted to let you know I was thinking about you. Have a great day. Something along those lines. But the reason being is feminine energy is all about bonding, connecting, opening up to receive love. It's about dating and relationship labels. It's about about nesting. It's about starting a family. And that's why it's when women, especially like what I talk about in the book, is usually the guy really only has to pursue for the first two to three weeks or first two to three dates if you're just simply going out once a week. and Once the woman's attraction level starts to grow, usually within a day or two after your previous date, she'll text you something along the lines of, hey, I was thinking about you. Hey, just want to let you know I had a great time the other night. Hey, I saw a movie and it reminded me of you. And That's typically how the reaching out starts. And then when the guy sees that, you just assume if she's reaching out to you that she wants to see you and then you make the next date. And that – because it's a scientific fact that women are more attracted to men whose feelings are unclear and it really facilitates that when you follow what I teach in my book and you just call a girl once a week to ask her out on a date. And what happens is if you do that two, three weeks in a row, you just call once a week, make one date. As her attraction level starts to grow and she starts to feel safe and comfortable with you, she's going to start reaching out because she's not going to want to wait a week. So that time in between you had your last date and her wondering when you're going to call next or if you're going to call next, it has a positive effect on her attraction level for you. But if you're not giving her that time and space, if you're trying to force things and you're calling and you're texting all the time, you're going to smother her and you're going to make her feel like she's losing her freedom and she's going to back away. Now the average guy when that happens, he doesn't know any better. Just like I shared in a quote earlier, he's like, I have to do something. It's what I call the illusion of action. I have to do something to get her to like me more and want to spend time with me. So they call more. They text more. And what happens is women never have that time and space for their feelings to develop. And then eventually they say, I don't want to see you or they just want to be friends because there's no chemistry. But yet when you let them come to you, like if you want to understand that dynamic and When I – how I discovered and recognized when it's like the light bulb went off, I did a video several years ago called Why Women Prefer to Chase Men. You should definitely watch that if you haven't seen it already and I also referenced that in the book. So he says – he continues on. He says, we talked about what our love languages were. And she said that now she understands why I appear to be so needy. It's not that you appear needy, it's that you are needy. You're acting needy. You're not feeling comfortable. You're not feeling certain. You're uncertain, and that's the big part of your problem. But getting to know my book, getting to know the principles in there, and then applying these, and you start to see that they work, that builds your confidence. And when you start to develop more and more confidence of backing off and just waiting to hear from her because at this point, she should be doing 100 percent of the pursuing. Even guys that at this point when they're doing 20 percent of the pursuing, it's still too much. It's just not necessary. It's actually counterproductive. If you want a girl to be crazy head over heels in love with you, you have got to let her come to you at her own pace. I had a girlfriend many years ago tell me this. She sat me down and told me this. She said, "Corey, you have to let me come to you. You got to stop trying to force things." And even her mother told me this. It was like the light bulb finally went off. If that moment hadn't happened, I mean, God knows where I would be today. But I had a woman who was fucking awesome, and she, she was really taught me a lot about love and life and relationships. Came from a great family; they're very tight. She was a great fucking mother. I learned so much. It was a major paradigm shift dating her. And the benefit of that experience because most women will never tell you these things. Most women don't even understand this stuff themselves. They tell you what they think is the way it should be or the way society is conditioned to them. Most women don't look at what they do. They look at what they think they should do. That's why it's so important when when a woman says, oh, I want a guy that wines me, dines me, buys me flowers, calls me all the time. And then you say, great. Why don't you tell me about the guys that you've actually dated or in a relationship with, the ones that you were most in love with? And When you really start digging you ask those questions and they tell you about those guys, what you end up finding out is even though she says she wants one thing, the guys she was most in love with and most into and most infatuated with and most passionate about were the guys that didn't do it. They basically did the exact opposite of what they say they want. He says, after she told me that, I realized many mistakes that I have been making with past girlfriends as I often smother them due to this. You literally chase them right out of your life because the very act of chasing is a a demonstration to this other person and to the universe that you're not worthy. You don't feel like you're worthy enough to have somebody want to be in your life. Therefore, you never give them the space and the time to choose you of their own free will. And So you try to force things because inside you don't feel good enough and since you don't feel good enough, you try to force it and force it and force it and force it and sometimes it works. Sometimes you get them to spend time with you but you're really losing in the end because even if they do spend time with you, it's they're only there because you in essence twisted their arm or gave them a guilt trip. But then the next time, the time after that, you're going to have an even harder time of getting them to want to spend time with you because if a woman is chasing after you, she's calling and texting you two, three times a day, you're never going to get dumped in that situation. It just doesn't happen. He says, Coach, I wish I wasn't like this or that I didn't care about quality time so much. How do I modify or change this while not appearing needy and still be myself? If you notice movies from 40, 50, 60 years ago, the guys were always focused on their mission, their purpose in life. And and being awesome at whatever their purpose happened to be. and Women were always trying to get their attention, trying to get them to settle down, were always pursuing them. It was always about how do I get this guy to marry me and start a family and of course at the end of the movie, reluctantly but happily, the guy always is like, you know what, this, you really are great. It's like men really in the old days made sure that women did the choosing. Women – because at the end of the day, women have the power. But when you try to force things, it's like what you see on TV today is the exact opposite. What you see in movies is the exact opposite of the way it used to be. It's like you got to pursue. You got to win her over. As a man, you don't need to fucking win jack shit over. As a man, you are awesome. And you go about your life and eventually you will run into a girl who right away sees your value. And if she doesn't see your value, you keep searching because deep down you should know That you deserve that. But too many guys are fucking chasing the wind and trying to force things and projecting their fantasy of the one onto somebody and ignoring the fact that she doesn't want anything to do with you. And when you get hung up on somebody that doesn't want you, you take yourself out of the game. And when you're hung up on somebody that doesn't want you, it just delays meeting somebody who actually does. And the more you circulate, the more you interact with other women. The more you start to see there really are a lot of options and a lot of choices out there. He says, I want to make the necessary adjustments that I need to make while I am with my girl on this on-the-job training since we are still together and I really want to keep her. Well, I mean the bottom line is you've been following me for two months and you're only on page 178 in the book and you only bought it two weeks ago. So it took you a month and a half before you actually got around to buying the book and getting your hands on it. The book is where the fundamentals are. The book is where the principles are that I talk about in these videos. That's why you got to read it 10 to 15 times because the idea is these videos are to help you implement what's in the book but you haven't even learned the baseline knowledge and you've just been trying to cherry pick stuff that you see here and there in the videos that maybe applies to your situation. It's going to be really difficult to be successful if that's the approach that you're taking but at least you got the book now. But again, 178 pages in two weeks, so that's barely 80 pages a week, 85 pages a week. You can do better than that. I mean this girl, you have two years of your life invested in in her. If you were really serious about getting this right, you would have read the book at least one time by now and be halfway through your second read. Guys that do real well, they read the book 10 to 15 times. You're either doing it or you're fucking making excuses. I mean that's the reality of it. It's like professional athletes that I coach. I mean the bottom line is everybody they're competing against to make the team has talent. You could skate by in college on just your talent alone. But when you get to like the NFL, Major League Baseball, soccer, the NBA, that shit ain't going to cut it. Because you have to want to fucking be there. You have to make the fucking effort. And you got people that are talented, that are smarter, that have more experience, that are better than you and the only way you're going to surpass people like that or at least catch up to them is if you study more, you practice more, you rehearse more, you do more repetitions, you outwork and out hustle those other people that you're competing against. At the end of the day, like I said, what I would be doing if I were you is I would be backing off. Don't be calling as much. Don't be texting as much. Let her come to you. Women are like cats, and sometimes they—they're all over you, and they want to smother you, and they want to sit in your lap, and they want to purr. And other turn, and other times they don't want anything to do with you. They want to go roam the neighborhood, and then they start to miss you. And when they start to miss you, that's when they reach out. That's when they call you. And when you hear from them, then you assume they miss you, and they're ready to see you, and you make the next date. I mean, it's pretty simple. But in this case, you've been with this girl for two years, so you don't want to just all of a sudden. If you – know, especially if it's more like 50 – I mean more than likely you're probably doing 60 to 70% of the pursuing and that's why it's on again, off again. So you need – you know, especially if you're right now in a phase where it's off again, you need to back off completely and wait to hear from her because she's pushed you away. You should definitely also review the article that I did, Seven Principles, to Get an Ex Back because if you're off again, wait to hear from her and then when you do, hey babe, great to hear from you. I miss you. I want to see you. Invite her to your place to make dinner together. Hang out, have fun, and hook up. But you got to gradually start backing it off so over the next 30 days it gets to the point where she's doing 100% of the calling, texting, and pursuing. And she'll notice it. She'll probably bring it up because, I mean, she has two years of you always being up her ass, basically. So she'll notice it. And when she says, how come you never call me anymore? You're going to have to be ready with charming... It's like... You, are you saying you want me to call you? more? It's great and then surprise her. maybe once maybe twice a week at the most just a text out of the blue hey I hope you're having a great day I want to let you know I was thinking about you or hey you know what I had a really great time or hey you know what that fucking meal that you cooked me last night was one of the best I ever had and I'm still thinking about it, it was a wonderful evening can't wait to see you again have a great day little things like that but you gotta read the book it's the only way you're gonna be successful if you learn the fundamentals I look forward to hearing what you have to say coach and by the way, I purchased your book for four of my friends already. Well, that's awesome. I appreciate the referrals. I wish I would have learned this in my early 20s. You know what? Me too, dude. I have had a lot of great opportunities that I missed out on then but you know what? I've had lots of great experiences since then so I have more than made up for it. And The great thing is I can share this because there's a lot of younger guys and girls out there that read this stuff and it dramatically improves their lives.